Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. This is episode 16 of With Heart and Wonder. I must admit, I was setting things up to record this morning and typing in the episode number, and I kind of stopped in my tracks for a moment when I saw we were at 16. 16 just feels like mm, such a precious number, a kind of sweet 16, if you will. And for me, I think when I think about 16, when we think about ages, it's kind of this age of transformation and um, moving into a new chapter. Uh, So I was just kind of reflecting this morning on, on what that meant for the podcast. And I'm not entirely sure, but I do know that I've been feeling like I'm in a moment of transformation right now. It's definitely you know, been filled, the last few weeks have been filled with a lot of thinking and reflecting as we continue during this really unique period of self-isolation, of social distancing um, during COVID-19, and just kind of working to to meet what is is shifting and changing and I have been really working on trying to meet these shifts and these changes from a place of love and compassion. Now I say that and it might sound like that has been easy for me, but it definitely has not. There have been a lot of resistances and digging my heels into the ground and taking my sweet time And just kind of shutting some things off, you know, into a closed door to deal with later. But I want to talk today about this idea of resistance and to chat a little bit about how we might contemplate the places in our lives where we're feeling resistance crop up, whether it's during this particular moment at the end of April in 2020, or whether it is later on, there are always these resistances that come up for us. And to notice what they are and how we might release. And I want to frame this all today with uh, a quote that I read over this past weekend and it has really been sitting in my heart, sitting in the cells of my body. I have been just carrying these words around with me and the, the kind of sentiment behind them isn't new but they really, really have just kind of gotten under my skin right now as being so integral to this particular moment in time for me. 
So I was reminded by these words. Um, It's a quote from Abraham Hicks, and it is featured in um, Gabrielle Bernstein's book, Super Attractor, which I've had on my bedside table for months now with the intention to read. And finally, got around to to working through the book with intention um, over the last few days. And very early on in the book, it's on actually page five, she has this beautiful quote from Abraham Hicks. There is only a stream of well-being that flows. You can allow it or resist it, but it flows just the same. And I'm actually going to repeat it just so that it can really sink in. There is only a stream of well-being that flows. You can allow it or resist it, but it flows just the same. For me, these words are this invitation to consider what is flowing around us and within us. And are we allowing that flow or are we resisting it? Now, this particular quote has a very spiritual foundation. But whether or not you believe that there is this kind of universal love and well-being flowing around you, I think we can still take these words to heart. It makes me think of actually uh, a kind of a, it's not exactly a quote, but an idea that I shared in the first episode, which was presented to me when I was 19 and was such this turning point for me. And the idea was, what if happiness has been pursuing you while you've been trying to pursue happiness? And what if instead of pursuing, it was about stopping and letting happiness catch up? In both of these ideas, both of these quotes, there's kind of this concept of sometimes we're pushing away or running away from the very things that we need. And this is worth investigating. This is worth sitting with and cozying up to and getting really curious in a playful, compassionate way about what are the things that are within us and around us. Because I do believe, again, even if that more spiritual sense of kind of this universal love and well-being, if that doesn't sit with you, we can think about our own love that is inside of us. Because we always have love inside of us. And so then the question is, are we allowing that love to flow towards ourselves and towards others? Or are we experiencing these blockages and these resistances? Okay, so let's get really practical. I'll give you some examples of the ways in which I have been noticing myself resisting. And I'm going to just use my examples today, but I do want to say I've been having a lot of conversations lately with friends and with people on Instagram about the things that they're resisting. And and it isn't framed in this way, but as the conversation flows, it becomes apparent that there are some resistances, some blockages happening to the things that I or they know that they need. And in a way, this episode kind of circles us back to episode number three on the whispers that are within us, that intuitive knowing that is always inside. We're just looking at it in a different way today, getting a little bit specific. 
So one of the the things that I've been noticing is my own resistance to the things that are going to nourish me the most. And this is something that I am aware of is always present in my life in some way or another. It's almost this like self-sabotaging behavior that is ultimately coming from different fears that that is is are inside of me, different anxieties where I am for whatever reason choosing to resist the things that I know are going to serve me. So I'll give you some examples. So the first one is is maybe a little bit comical. So I know that uh, there is like truly nothing more than like a warm bath that is calming and centering and this like reset for me. Ever since I was really little, warm baths have been this opportunity to just sit and be and almost sometimes it's talked about um, by different spiritual teachers and teachings as water being this beautiful like cleansing force that cleanses our energy um, that helps us release what we no longer need and, and that is definitely something I feel and identify with. So last week I was feeling out of sorts and I, every day, you know, my partner Eric would suggest like, well, maybe you can have a bath tonight. And that was kind of the, the every day we would talk about having a bath. And for five days in a row, I came up with some excuse or reason not to go into the bathtub. And they weren't anything important. It was watching more TV sometimes or having to phone someone that I didn't necessarily really need to phone in that moment. One day, Eric had actually even gone and really lovingly filled the tub and put bath salts in it for me and had it all ready to go. And I kept doing things and the water got cold. So I spent a full five days resisting this thing that does bring me comfort. And I, I haven't really gone in to like intellectualize in this particular moment what the particulars were about why I was resisting that or why resistance was showing up in that particular instance. But I know that that there is this theme that has been present in other areas of my life as well right now where I am resisting the things that I know will serve me. So another example has been, I haven't been spending that much time outside lately. We live in a neighborhood in Ottawa, the Glebe, that is is quite populated area. And there is a lot of density in the area and a lot of people out and about. And I, the first few times I went for, for walks over the last few months, I actually found it a little bit stressful because there are just so many people everywhere. And I was really leaning on that story and using that as an excuse for why I wasn't going outside. And we don't have a backyard, we have a balcony, but with the snow coming and going as it as it has been doing in the last few weeks, there has definitely, I have not been getting my vitamin D and I've not been getting the fresh air beyond opening our windows. 
And I was really resisting going for walks. And anytime I kind of put it on my calendar or, or set the intention of going for a walk, I would come up with excuses at the last minute for why I wasn't going to. And so these are two examples. I think in, in some ways it's been the same with exercise, but I've been a little bit more disciplined. But these are two examples of some of the things that I've been doing or not doing in this particular case um, because I've been resisting that inner knowing of, of what I really need. And I think there is this sense in which we can ask ourselves, like, where am I resisting? And then we can kind of intellectualize and overcomplicate it. And don't get me wrong, I think it is always really powerful to understand the whys. But I will tell you, in this particular instance, I have really challenged myself to not get caught up in the whys. And instead, to kind of let that go, that need to understand and intellectualize, because I know that for me, that act of trying to understand and intellectualize is one more thing that is stopping me from doing the thing that I need. So instead, I cut my losses, I release, and I return to the stream of well-being that is flowing. I want you to take a moment, if it feels aligned, And just to, even if you're able, if you're somewhere where you can close your eyes, just to imagine what it would feel like to have a stream of well-being, of love, of creativity, of safety, to have this stream that is constantly flowing to you, that has everything that you need, and to feel like you are at peace open and receptive to that stream and just to notice how it feels. To notice in your body, in your mind, in your heart. To feel that feeling. It is such a beautiful thing to think about this love that is inside of us and around us. And I do believe truly with every cell of my being that it is always there. There is always love from others. There is always love inside of ourselves. But we come up with excuses. We block. We resist. We put walls up. And what would it look like this week? If one area where you've been resisting something that would serve you, what would it look like if you chose to release resistance and to open yourself to be receptive to that stream of well-being and love, of creativity, of safety? And what would that feel like? And is it possible for you, perhaps if it feels aligned, to not get caught up in intellectualizing or understanding why you've been resisting and instead just make the shift? Sometimes we overcomplicate things. And in any moment, we have this capacity to realign with the energy of love, to let go of fear. We talked about that a few episodes back. 
can you release the fear that fear that is at the root of any of our discomfort, our stress, our anxiety, our grief, our sadness, can you release the fear and come back to a place of love? And can you do that in the actions that are going to nourish you the most? There is this lesson that has taken me a long time to learn. And it really is that we have to take responsibility for our own nourishment. There truly is nobody else that can take responsibility for the well-being of our bodies, minds, and hearts. And when you let that sink in, when you really sit with that, that you have this responsibility, but also this beautiful invitation to care for yourself well. And caring for ourselves well is not a linear path. There are always going to be ups and downs. But if we're able to recognize what we need to support ourselves, that's a really powerful place to be. One of the things that I know about me and supporting myself is that I have to get to the point with my practices of self-care where there is not a decision to be made. So that can look like different things. But I know that for me, if it comes down to it and I have a decision in front of me about what I'm going to do next, I often will resist what I really need. So I have to plan ahead. I have to create these rituals and routines. I've been meditating on episode 14. I talked about restarting my meditation practice and and it's day 15 was this morning. And one of the reasons why I've been able to stick with that is because it is not a decision for me. I roll out of bed in the morning And I know that the first thing that I am doing is grabbing my meditation props and sitting myself down. The same about going for walks and exercising right now. The days that it works, because there are definitely days that it doesn't, but the days that it works are the days that I have planned out ahead of time and often not just planned out, but told someone else that I will be exercising at noon or going for a walk at three o'clock. And so I invite you to consider maybe to spend a few minutes today at some point sitting and connecting with your mind, with your heart, with your body, or maybe doing some journaling about where resistances are popping up for you right now. And what you might do to support yourself, to give yourself the best chance you can for letting that stream flow, letting that stream of well-being support you. When I think of this idea of resistance, I often think of my yin yoga practice. It was one of the things that first 
drew me to yin yoga, though there were many, but was this idea of really acknowledging where we're holding ourselves out of an experience, where we're gripping, holding on. This practice of yin yoga is meant to be really passive, this softening and surrendering into gravity. And it's actually more of a practice of getting out of your own way rather than pushing or striving for anything at all. And there's so much to be learned and that I have learned in that practice of yin. That practice of noticing the, the little spaces that are sometimes so small, so subtle, where I am gripping and holding myself out of an experience. When there's this opportunity to start to retrain ourselves, to notice those places of resistance, and to choose to receive instead. There is only a stream of well-being that flows. You can allow it, or resist it, but it flows just the same. I hope these words give you something to contemplate in the week ahead. I'm here as always and so happy to chat and support you on your journey. You can find me on Instagram at Megan L. Johnston or on my website, meganjohnston.com. I do have Just a little request today, if you've been listening to the podcast maybe for a while, maybe this was one of your first episodes and it it resonated, it truly would mean the world to me if you took the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews are so helpful in helping the podcast be seen by others. I'll be back next week, next Tuesday as always. Until then, keep living with heart and wonder.